and welcome to another episode of Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news and gossip. I'm Marnie Dixit and this week we have got both of my lovely co-hosts here. Wait, we did last week too, but yes. sometimes we don't. Lately we <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my brain's not working. We've got Samma Rose. <laughs> Hello. And Steph Nuzzo. Hi. I will try to get my brain back on track this week. Uh, <laughs> coming up on the show, we're chatting about the controversy surrounding Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP. WAP? WAP? How do you say that? WAP? I guess they say So they sing WAP. Yeah. But how wap do they sing it? WAP, WAP, WAP. Do they actually say WAP? WAP, WAP. Or do they say the other? They they say the other stuff. Anyway, <laughs> their performance at the Grammys. Demi Lovato opens up about the overdose that almost killed her. Plus, six sad world and is it worth it? Is back and more. So let's get into your pop fix where we fill you in on everything that's happened in the entertainment world this week. Okay, so did you guys see the Grammys this year? I did. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, were you just not interested? Um. Well, wasn't it on during the day? Yeah. yeah, but you can rewatch it on Channel Ten. Oh yes, I so. didn't know that actually. I read an article about that. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, no, I just didn't think about it. And to no, be honest, enough, if I, I did care. not have to watch it live for work, I would not have watched it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm I, not big I on mean, them. I don't really care about yeah. watching award ceremonies. I just like I seeing the best to. bits. Yeah. The highlights? Yeah. If someone could make a highlights reel, yes, because Trevor Noah wasn't the best at uh, hosting, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I didn't... Uh, I'll get it. I'll talk I a little bit. I he was all right. I mean, he was all right, but there was... A, okay, let, we'll get into it. So the 2021 Grammys was full of, in my opinion, gripping moments, like the fact that Beyonce has broken the record for most wins as a female artist. She's taken 28 total Grammys uh, home with her over her career. Amazing. Uh, I think she tied uh, at the first half of the Grammys with 27 with another artist. And then there was Little Baby's powerful performance of The Bigger Picture, which included a choreographed reenactment of the police shooting of Rayshard Brooks. And then there was Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's performance of WAP, or WAP, which angered so many people because they deemed it uh, quote-unquote pornographic. Um... Bear in mind uh, that even though Lizzo accidentally said bitch on air and I believe Harry Styles said fucking at one point, the Grammys tends to avoid all swear words or even words that may be deemed inappropriate. So WAP being heavily um, censored because of the words it it has in it, uh, was barely recognisable lyrically. So you're listening to it and I think they they sing wet, wet, wet at some point, which just... I gave think throughout me the, the ick, whole thing, to be it honest. was just wet, wet, wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't even say the words choke. <laughs> it was so bizarre. So, But there was no censorship when it came to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Like, what they wore, they looked amazing in their metallic costumes. And they had a bunch of choreography, um, including a move which led to people thinking it was verging on porn. So people took to Twitter and... Oh, before I get into that, actually, the reason why Trevor Noah was like, eh, at the end of that performance, he like got up on stage. He was like, oh, it's like a dream I've had. Cardi B and me in bed. And I'm like, oh, come on, Trevor. That's a bit weird. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, if he said that to me, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams are reality. Steph's face. She just gave this nod. And you know, like the nod. That's the nod that Steph just gave. She's like, she'll make it happen. It's not a dream. <laughs> um, 
So people took to Twitter and did this strange comparison where they said they asked if Dr. Zeus and Pepe Le Pew were being cancelled at the moment, then why wouldn't WAP be cancelled too? And comedian uh, and columnist Tim Young tweeted out, the lyrics to Wet Ass Pussy are more welcome in some schools than Dr. Seuss books. Just let that sink in for a minute. Um, Cardi clapped back saying, when has a school made kids read the lyrics to WAP? I get WAP (laughs) might be a little vulgar, but stop comparing a central song to books that has racist content. How can you not tell the difference? I see that common sense ain't that common. I like that. That's a good quote. Um, I liked another response someone gave that was like, she wrote, whispers. Folks who keep bitching about the song need to just admit they're only doing so because it gives them an excuse to A, listen to the song, B, watch the video, and C, say the word pussy. Please free yourself. Also, what school has a WAP curriculum? Exactly. And so um, Cardi builds on that by saying conservatives been making viral tweets comparing WAP to the banning of some Dr. Seuss books as there's any col- as if there's any correlations between the two. Well, I can definitely tell some of you only read Dr. Seuss books because your minds lack comprehension. Again, another quotable moment. Um, so, Marnie, you clearly saw the performance. I, I want to know what you thought. Was it virgin on, on a porn? I saw okay. bits too. So you I, did, yes, Seth? Yes, okay, yes, all right. Good. And also, I will be honest, I was eating my lunch at the time, so I was very in and out, but... <laughs> I was um, surprised that they were actually allowed to perform it at all. But to be honest, there was only 80 complaints out of millions of people that watched. So that's not that bad. No? That's not that bad. Yeah, 80 is nothing. And that was 80 um, direct complaints to the the censorship board in the US. And then I'm guessing thousands of tweets that Mm. people were just being stupid about. I thought it was so funny. Did you guys see on Twitter there was like a video of a YouTuber or someone crying over the performance being like, no, if you're a mother or if If you're you're a father. father. (laughs) And she couldn't even say anything. Like I only watched like a little snippet of it, but she couldn't even say I couldn't stand her crying, to be honest. Um, So I also find it difficult to like, no one really watches awards shows, I don't think. Like, and young kids. Like, yeah, why would children be watching the Grammys? Exactly. I just, I can't see anyone being like, Mommy, Mommy, please, I want to watch the Grammys. I want to watch WAP. It's <laughs> let, not, let it's me not see like Gardy. the Kids' Choice Awards, for God's sake. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I thought that it was funny because um, in that tweet uh, that we were talking about, the one that was saying WAP is more welcome in schools, whatever it was, um, someone else was saying, the people complaining about WAP were also the ones totally cool electing a president who was recorded saying, grab them by the pussy, you can do mm. anything. So not yeah. only saying the word, but te- but talking about assault. Yeah, fair point. When a woman dare take control of her own sexuality, then yeah. that's a problem. That's For a blight sure. on society. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw the bits that I think people were upset about. And I mean, like... I guess it was kind of like the dancing was suggestive, sure. But, uh, like, I'm pretty sure that the the awards night aired at, like, 8 p.m. in the States. That's the beginning. Um, well, yeah, I think and that's then it went for, like, so long. Yeah, so, I mean, there's no, like, babies watching it, like you said. <laughs> it's shown at a late time 
for a reason. Yeah. And I mean, I also think, you know, they were asked to perform that song because it's hugely popular. They weren't like, please let me do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, hating on the women for it is kind of bullshit because it's like they were just asked to do a job and they did what they were asked yeah. to do. So, I don't know. And I just feel like there's always this trend whenever any conservative gets offended about something is that they, they do try to compare and, and, and say that um, more progressive people are hypocrites in any kind of way that they just try to make that argument. But obviously this Dr. Zeus bullshit does is is so not valid like yeah yeah they're reaching aren't they yeah it's just ridiculous so i just don't even know why there's an argument about it like who the fuck cares just like go to bed (laughs) tuck yourself in in 2018 i think we were all shocked to learn that demi lovato overdosed on heroin which had been mixed with fentanyl which is a type of potent opioid Demi had been on the road to recovery, and in an interview which will air today on CBS, so maybe Channel 10 in Australia, uh, this overdose was a wake-up call for Demi. She said that she essentially had to die to wake up, which is pretty intense. So the interview comes ahead of the March 23rd release of Demi's YouTube original documentary, Dancing with the Devil. In the documentary, Demi will reveal that had she not been found for a further five to ten minutes, she would have been dead. She suffered several strokes and a heart attack, and she is legally blind, meaning she cannot drive anymore. She reveals some other pretty upsetting things, like um, a sexual assault that happened to her when she was a teenager. Um, But I think... Hopefully what this documentary shines a light on is is a pretty pretty big opioid epidemic in the US. So according to America's Center for Disease Control and Prevention, nearly 70% of almost 68,000 deaths in 2018, so when Demi OD'd, uh, those deaths involved opioids. Um, it's it's a pretty intense issue. Um and I and I think judging by the doc- the trailer for this documentary, they really don't hold back at all. Uh, the theme of the trailer is you really want me to talk about that, and they do. They go into it. So I was just wondering, are you two going to watch the documentary after what you've heard so far about this? I would be interested to, but I also feel like every major thing has been revealed, and it's it is a very scary story. So it would probably be interesting to hear it from her, but um. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I don't know if I'll watch it. I'll wait for the headlines. If there's anything further to come out of this, which it seems kind of like unbelievable that there could be anything because, I mean, it's quoted that she says during the documentary, I don't think people realise how bad I actually was. I had three strokes. I had a heart attack. I suffered brain damage from the strokes. I can't drive anymore. I have blind spots in my vision. When I pour a glass of water, I'll miss the cup because I can't see it anymore. I've also had pneumonia because I asphyxiated and multiple organ failures. I'm really lucky to be alive. How much more can we can be revealed? I mean, and yeah. also the, the drug dealer who gave her the bad drugs raped her as well, allegedly. Yeah. It's, 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 there's a lot happening here. I, I did think that it was really interesting that she was saying she's not sober anymore and that she yeah. drinks and smokes weed still saying that she's confident that she'll never touch heroin again. 
which I think is very worrying. Yeah, but if it, it is. somehow works for her, then I guess that's good. She says that she only drinks and smokes weed under like supervision. But I I don't know. I, I like You can't have someone watching you all the time. Is, uh, yeah, you can't really switch off your addiction like that. Mm. So I just worry about that and maybe the message. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if that's a great message to be putting out there but maybe it's that if she has a little bit she won't go all the way for like heroin and things i feel like that's a dangerous thought though isn't it I, you're like yeah. i'll just do this and i'll stay yeah. away from that but i don't know yeah i saw i saw that um she she mentioned that going cold turkey just has never Messed worked her up. for her yeah um and what she was saying is that that the term that she best identifies with is California sober, which I'm not, I've never heard of that before. But no, I yeah, I've never heard of that yeah. either. Um, I guess it's just in moderation, I would assume, but I, I don't know. What was interesting though is that she said, I don't really feel comfortable explaining the, the like parameters of my recovery with people because I don't want anybody to look at and copy. Yeah, yeah, right. So she said, like, I don't want anybody to look at my parameters of safety and think that that's what will work for them because it might not. So she was very clear to kind of point that out. Um, okay, that's good. Yeah, but she just said that she felt like the complete abstinent method isn't a one-size-fits-all solution and um, that like the journey of moderation isn't, isn't a one-size-fits-all solution either, but she's just kind of seeing what works for her. So I don't know. I, I'm not sure. How it's a that weird kind one, of isn't it? Goes in like what experts sort of say in that area. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it is. It is interesting. It's not something that I've heard of um, many times before. Yeah. But it was interesting to kind of also see how she was saying, like, you know, she didn't think she would ever perform again, and like just the severity of it all, and how she's come back from that is quite incredible. I, so I think that maybe I'll watch it. I'm not sure. It's just also like depending on where it'll be and if it's accessible. Yeah, if it's accessible. YouTube original, I, I think you have to pay for that. So Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Unless it's, unless it's. I know they sometimes have free ones, but sometimes it's part of their subscription service. I and guess we'll find out. Everywhere's got a... I'm sick of subscriptions. There's too There's many. Me too. There are too many. Oh. I just like... Yeah. There's also been a lot of very heavy interviews coming out lately. Oh my god, I know. Yeah. And I'm feeling a little tender. So I'm yeah. like, maybe, maybe I just need to watch Happy Feet or something. Happy Feet? <laughs> yes! Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but there has been a dragon-sized hole in my life <laughs> since Game of Thrones wrapped up. That joke was so bad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I mean, it ended in a really disappointing fashion but whatever yeah um i still feel that nothing has really quite consumed me the way that that show did like not even bridgerton that was a very different kind of relationship (laughs) (laughs) and not as long no it was short but fun yeah no um i i just i was really obsessed with that show and obviously like everyone was and I would guess that there are a lot of other fans out there who you know are feeling like there isn't really kind of 
a substitute for Game of Thrones, really, at the moment. Um, but as many of us know already, I'm not sure if you guys do, but there are a few spin-offs in the works. Seems like more than a few. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember hearing about it quite a while ago and thinking yeah. it was going to be like two, but... Yeah, because there was one yeah. with Naomi Watts, but that got cancelled. It did, yeah, which is kind of sad, but... Yeah. Anyway, and so The Hollywood Reporter... It did a nice little kind of summary of all the all the shows that are either confirmed or likely to be coming to screen soon when it comes to the um, to the Game of Thrones universe. And so for for now, we know that there's a series called uh, House of the Dragon, which has been greenlit to go ahead. While there's a few others that are still at rumor stage, I think there were about six in total that I read about. Um, but it's pretty exciting. When I, I was looking through, some of them sound quite cool. So yeah. yeah, House of the Dragon basically is about House Targaryen. Like it's like their origin story. That'd so, be cool. Yeah, it's going to travel like three hundred years back before you know Daenerys' time, and showcase like the oh. point of history where the Targaryens you know ruled that shit. So, um, there's been like, there'll be so many more dragons, guys. I just realized there's gonna there'll be, be so many dragons. dragons. <gasps> yeah, oh, maybe a house fun. full of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, I think it's going to be really interesting to see that and like kind of what they were like in their prime, right? And yeah. so, we have some casting news about that too, which I actually hadn't heard about before. Um, so there's Olivia Cook, Emma oh, yeah. Diasi, I don't know if I've said that correctly, um, Patty Considine and Matt Smith. They've been named so far. Oh, the only I one I recognise is Matt Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that one's expected to air in uh, 2022. I think they're going to be filming in April next year. Ooh, so yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of soon. Like, I feel like that's pretty cool. It's pretty not far exciting. away. Yeah. yeah. The others, like, there's a whole kind of range of them so there's um another series that's meant to be about the ancestors of uh, and it's focused on a particular ancestor of house martel so if you know that house is the one that oberon was a part of you know the guy that's head got squished um oh. so okay i must confess so i sort of know what happened i watched the last season and i watched the last episode of the seventh season was it okay. season Except that was eight, the last one. And then I just kind of know what happened, sort of, just so, because of reading stuff. Are you telling oh. me that you haven't seen something that I enjoy? <laughs> is that what? No, okay, oh, this no. Is shocking. I, let me just defend myself. I intended. I intended to watch it from the beginning again. I actually started... Intention um, doesn't mean anything in the court of pop fix, uh, Marnie. <laughs> I, I, I think it was like 2016 I started and then I just kind of like slowed down and then it was like 2017 when that season came in. I don't know. I don't know. I still lived at home, so I'm just trying to picture where I was. Yeah. Um. And then I was just like writing about it and I just knew I read heaps of articles so I just kind of knew what was happening. So you and then watch it. I watched the last season and it was so bad I didn't want to go back. Oh, it ruined it for it you. Ruined okay, it. that's fair. That's fair. I agree that they ruined the last season. Thank I you. do. 
but I still think it's worth I mean, now there's so much to watch. I don't know. It would take you a long I time. I know, and that's the problem. Uh, yeah. Kieran and I were actually like, as soon as it ended, we're like, we're going to watch it all from the beginning. Mm. It's just a lot. You should have done it, it in lockdown. That's what you should have done. I feel like the momentum's passed though, right? Like, yeah. I think back to Game of Thrones and Steph, don't get upset, but I'm like, mm. yeah, it was okay. Like, it was, it was good. No, but it, now I think about all these other shows. I'm like, will I, will I watch all of them? Maybe the House of Targaryen one, just because dragons will be fun. But yeah, I don't know that I'm gonna watch all of them. Like, they sound interesting, but um, it's a lot of content, isn't it? That's what I was gonna ask. Like, yeah, obviously it was a huge success, the show, mm-hmm. but the last two seasons weren't received all that well. So, do we think people will keep watching? Like, will it be like the hardcore fans that will oh, keep watching? What do you reckon people will just watch it generally? Well, that was gonna be my question to you guys. I think oh. that like that's alright, but like, <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I think that people will probably give. I mean, at least this house Targaryen based or um, That's show a go. It would depend on how well they did it. Yeah, and I think it's probably a smart move of them to start with that because it's a really yeah. recognisable house. The other one, the House Motel one, I feel like you probably need to be a little bit more of a fan to recognise them. Yeah. Um, although I, they're pretty cool, they're like a, like a there's a lot of like female warriors, and like I think that that has a potential cool. to sound quite awesome as well. I um, saw that um, one of the guys that's involved, he apparently directed some of the best episodes, oh. like um, Battle of the Bastards. See, I know things. Oh, you do. Um, and George R. R. Martin is working closely with yeah. the production company, I feel company, like, right? do you know what? I don't know that he's a crazy person, but just from watching Younger <laughs> and watching the guy that is modelled off him yeah. in Younger, I'm like, he is a crazy man. You guys. get grossed out by him. Really? Because I get grossed out, yeah. So do I. I think. But, like, you know, it's similar to the Marvel shows, one of which we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But I feel like with them, I have to watch them because they're all leading into something else. They're all leading into, like, another movie or something. And I want to keep up with that. But there could be a time where I'm like, oh, no, there's just too much content. I can't do it. That's fair. That's a fair point. And that could very well happen because also there has been, like, a big lull up, right? Yeah. I just don't know what word I just said. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it <laughs> and it's no longer at the the front of everybody's minds, but I think that people will give give at least the first one a shot, and then if it's if it's no good, then it's a lot of pressure, actually. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like with a lot of these fantasy world things, like you know, Marvel and even things like. X-Men. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars is a great example. They go back and they touch on the storyline in so many different points. Yeah. And focus on different areas. Like Rogue One. Yeah. Haven't seen it. Oh, well. (laughs) Are you telling me you haven't watched something that I like? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I know. That's dumb. I don't, I, I, it it got to the thing where I was sort of fatigued where I was like, oh, too much Star Wars. I don't know if I can handle it. It's actually not bad. I've heard it. I think I fell asleep in that one. Um, I've heard it's one of the best ones, but I just sort of was like, oh, there's too many storylines. I'm so confused already. Like, I just need a break. But there is a huge following, like, regardless. And there has been big breaks in time since they sort of picked it up again. So maybe it'll be really good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm actually going through and watching Star Wars, like, 
in order. Chronologic. Chronological. Yeah, chronologically. Wow. All the shows and the movies at the moment. Oh. So people, if they're losers, like me. No. <laughs> if they're no. fans of Just the a bunch original. Of no, I'm not calling nerds. anyone a loser. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, no. Um, who knows? We'll see. Just hopefully they do a good job. Alrighty, we'll be back in just a moment for Sick Sad World and Is It Worth It? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Popfix Podcast or join us in our Facebook group, which you can find if you search the same thing. You're listening to Popfix and it's time for Sick Sad World. And just like last week, there have been some huge events that have affected people around the world. So in case you somehow missed it, last week there was a shooting in Atlanta, Georgia that left eight people dead, six of whom were women of Asian descent. The horrific attack follows an increase in Asian hate crimes across the US and I think the world actually since the coronavirus pandemic began uh, about this time last year. After Cherokee County Sheriff Frank Reynolds claimed the shooter's actions did not appear to be motivated by racism, many people, including celebrities, are urging people to see the attack for what it is a hate crime on the Asian community. Gemma Chan took to Instagram to write, heartbroken for the families of the eight victims, six of whom were Asian women. Please pay attention to what is happening. This is the latest in a surge of horrific attacks on the Asian community. Racism and misogyny are not mutually exclusive. In fact, sexualized racial harassment and violence is something that many of us face regularly. We need to stop the dehumanisation of Asians. We need to stop the scapegoating of Asians for COVID. We need to unite against all forms of hate. Please spread awareness. Check in on your Asian friends because we are not okay. Educate yourself and others on the model minority myth and the long history of anti-Asian racism. There is a link in my bio if you would like to donate to vetted community organisations. She added, please don't be silent. Margaret Cho also took to Twitter saying, I am so angry and full of grief because of what happened yesterday. It is a hate crime. When you kill six Asian women, it's a hate crime. I don't know why that's even a question. This is terrorism and this is a hate crime. Stop killing us. To all the boys I've loved before star, Lana Condor pleaded with her followers to check in on their Asian loved ones. Wake up, she wrote. Your Asian friends and family are deeply scared, horrified, sick to their stomachs and wildly angry. Please, please, please stand with us, please. Your Asian friend needs you, even if they aren't publicly grieving on social media. George Takai tweeted, whether the killer went in with the intent to kill Asian women or he just happened to go to three different Asian establishments miles apart with intent to kill those inside doesn't change the racial nature of these murders. Making matters worse, Captain Jay Baker, who was the spokesperson for the sheriff, told reporters the 21-year-old shooter was having a bad day. (sighs) He was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope. Yesterday was a really bad day for him and that is what he did, he said. What? Then photos were found on this guy's Facebook showing him promoting T-shirts that called the coronavirus an imported virus from China. Oh, my God. Unsurprisingly, he is no longer a spokesperson on the case. I don't know if he's been fired, though. I don't think he has. Um, A report by Stop AAPI Hate found, which is... uh, American Asians and Pacific Islanders found there has been at least 500 reported attacks on Asian Americans in just the first two months of 2021. And since COVID began, the number of reported crimes is closer to 4,000, but it's believed there is so many more because so many attacks would have gone unreported. 
Uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms of Atlanta said, whatever the motivation was for this guy, we know that the majority of the victims were Asian. We also know that this is an issue that is happening across the country. It is unacceptable. It is hateful and it has to stop. I didn't read much about all of this until late last week. And similarly to the Sarah Everard case we spoke about in the last show, I just kind of felt like crying about it all. Mm -hmm. It's not like any of us get to choose what our background is. And if you happen to win the genetic lottery of being a white man, like lucky you, but the rest of us are tired of seeing people killed because some white guy had a bad day. Hmm. Like. I can't believe they said that, that he had a bad day. Yeah. It's actually like appalling that that was the excuse. I mean, I think that in a lot of these cases when there's white men behind an act of terrorism there are excuses made for sure and this is not um the first time that 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 has happened but i just mean like you'd think you you keep expecting people to somehow learn even just a little bit like yeah and i don't know i think though that um with this story there's a real risk here i feel that you know, Aussies will look at it and be like, oh, that's so sad for America. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, how messed up that that's happening to the Asian community there. But, you know, while we are very lucky here to have better gun control, that is a thing that, you know, we can all be very grateful for. You know, racism is a huge problem in Australia and the Asian community here does wear that like it is a horrible experience that is not new for them and this is hardly an american american problem for only, sure right mm. i just think like um it's almost, it's similar to the black lives matter conversations when people were sort of attaching that only to the states yeah all of this is a worldwide problem and australia is not exempt of it australia is particularly bad we have a huge racism problem like i was reading back in um november 2020 the abc reported that in australia eight in ten asian australians had experienced discrimination during coronavirus that's fucked yeah 80 percent fuck yeah there were reports of people being spat on and threatened as recently as like in july 2020 i'm sure that's probably still continued um and yeah while COVID has made a lot of this more apparent and more explicit people are kind of hearing about it more often this has been a problem for a very long time and i've heard a lot of friends of mine speak about their experiences their family's experiences that they've had now and prior to COVID, and you know people are really scared for their safety even here. And when you see stories like this one in America, like you can see precisely why. Yeah, for Mm. sure. I just want to touch back on what the authorities have said. And uh, they have, as Marnie pointed out, that they said it's too early to call this a hate crime because they said the gunman's actions, relying on the suspect's own words, Um, were not racially motivated but driven by a sex addiction and this has been quoted in a lot of articles and I'm getting this from NPR Um, so 
the suspect confessed to officers that in committing the acts, he wanted to eliminate a temptation, which I, maybe the cops did. Yeah, I know. Maybe the cops did condemn that kind of language, but it's also the kind of thing. It's like, why are you putting that out there? I, I don't understand how this adds to the conversation at all. Yeah, um, it's it's like as Steph was saying, he's been given it an excuse. Yeah, exactly. And to me, that's a hate crime against the women for being women, that they're quote-unquote temptation. So this um, NPR piece um, uh, was a write-up with an interview with sociologist Nancy Wang Yuen, who... Um, says when it comes to Asian women, race and misogyny are inseparable. And you, and it's true. You think about the way um, media fetishizes Asian women. and Yeah, this was a big thing to come out of these attacks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I think people are really realizing that time and time again, authorities are fucking up um, and people know that these deaths were hate crimes. It's, I don't know how you could say it was anything other than that. And, um, but according the but according to Nancy, the conversation around these kind of crimes is visibly changing, and she credits Black Lives Matter for this. Uh, she says, and I quote, "Our society," and she's speaking from American Asian American perspective. Um, Our society is finally having a racial reckoning that they're becoming aware that racism exists, and now we're able to nuance race and nuance race intersecting intersecting with sexism. That all of this. America coming to greater understanding of all the layers of bigotry and discrimination that the various groups of colour have experienced in this country. And I'd like to believe that, I really would, that people are being more upfront about race and misogyny. Um, but yeah, my heart breaks for for every Asian community. Alrighty, let's move on to something a bit happier. Well, sort of happier. Let's go to Is It Worth It with uh, Steph. We're going to be chatting about... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Is that what it is? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It is the Falcon and the the Winter Soldier, (laughs) yes. Um, Yeah, so Marvel's uh, next long-awaited miniseries, it hit screens on Friday, and if you're a fan, you'll know, or if you just listened to Marnie one second ago, you'll know that I'm talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Yeah, so it's set about six months after... The blip, which if, again, you're a Marvel fan, you'll know is when Thanos kind of just caused half the world to evaporate. Obviously, they get brought back, guys. Spoiler. Do you think that, like, like they obviously called it the blip and they shot the two movies back to back, but mm. after we all watched Infinity War... We called it the snap. We called it the snap. And do you think that was kind of like, man, that was a way better name. (laughs) The snap. (laughs) Well, it makes more sense. I don't know why they changed it. I don't know. They just called it the blip. Because also a blip to me sounds, this is such an aside, but like a blip is like, oh, just a little bling, like a little little point in time. To me, I think of a blimp. Like I can't stop thinking of a giant blimp. (laughs) (laughs) But like the snap is like, like he snapped his fingers, obviously. He didn't blip his fingers. (laughs) Blip his fingers. What would they even look like? (laughs) Blipped people away. I guess like for the people, it felt like a blip. Uh, But then everybody else who lived five years without them, not a blip. (laughs) Probably not a snap either. No. no. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. It's, you know, all important. 
um, to the story. <laughs> but yeah, so six months after that event, that we don't know what it should be called, um, and it follows the story of Falcon, who Captain America fame. I'm giving it like a lot of spoilers here, so I guys. think if you've not watched that movie in the last two years, that's not then you're not planning on watching it anytime yeah. soon, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. That's like me. I know what happens in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I couldn't avoid it. I knew. <laughs> yeah. So um. Anyway, Captain America gave his shield. He passed it on to Falcon at the end of Endgame. And which so, who knew they were such close friends? By the way. Well, they I have had like a no whole idea. backstory. Yeah. Do they? Oh, I haven't and, seen that. Like he couldn't give it to the Winter Soldier because, like, he was still kind of coming out of his programming for Hydra. And yeah, like, he had a lot of Sam was a good man. I've he never really watched man. any of the uh, Captain America ones, to be honest. So maybe They're I need the, to like go. They're the good ones, man. Are they? Okay. All right. All right. I They're very you. instrumental to the storyline. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, the first Avenger, Sam. That's a fair point. I have seen that one. The one where he's a uh, uh, not-so-buff man and then suddenly a buff man. That's that's the most important part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're really derailing this conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So Steph. he gave the he gave the shield to Sam. Yes. Um, and Bucky, who is also known as the Winter Soldier, well, formerly, um, he was Captain America's pal, like back in the day, like in the war. Um, but he also, I think he also got frozen and brought yep. back and brought into the future. Um, and so he's living in the modern day. So these two are continuing on after Captain America's departure. And um, yeah, so the first episode, it kind of dives right into that kind of classic Marvel action vibe with, you know, Falcon dealing with terrorists and it all feels very marvelly. Um, but yeah, it's exciting and cool and high tech. But you kind of come to realise that both Bucky and um, Falcon are dealing with, you know, some shit after half of the world was temporarily deleted. Um, so, yeah, Falcon has decided he doesn't want to be Captain America, which... Because he doesn't feel like there is another Captain America. That's right. Yeah. He said he felt like the shield belonged to someone else. So it he doesn't. It doesn't. That's what... That's what Steve says. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so he actually donates the, the shield to the Smithsonian. Because he's a good man. Yeah, he's a good yeah, man. You know, I the show, the episode was, uh, you know, it was at the beginning was very like pro-America, pro-America war. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But I the best, I found the most interesting storyline was Sam trying to help his sister save their family boat. I'm really invested in that storyline. That is interesting because that was the least interesting. Part <laughs> me, me too. Me too. I was, I was so like, interested okay, we get in it. that. They're not going to get the loan. The banks are fucked up. I don't know why the banks aren't considering the fact that he was gone for five years. <laughs> yeah, I and know. And the fact that superheroes so apparently dumb. don't get paid very well. What the? Yeah, fuck? that was strange. I'm like, how do they live? What do they do? No, I think that like surely he like gets like a lifetime kind of must do. No. Apologies if you've not watched this episode because we're not. We keep dipping in and out of re- the review and then just talking about it. <laughs> what did you find, if it's not a spoiler, what was the most interesting part to you two? 
See, I'm not sure um, if I'm allowed to say. You're wrong, obviously, because the boat is the most interesting part of the story. Well, okay. well I was going to say. <laughs> you go, Steph. No, I was going to say that I really liked kind of learning about Bucky's yes. like, story and his therapy and, like, <laughs> and kind the of person, going through. Yeah. The okay. person that he. Oh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what I'm allowed to say. He's, also, I feel like yeah. I'm the way you could probably. What I would say is like he's kind of like processing a lot of the yeah. stuff that he did in his past when he was an evil man. Yeah, and so that's obviously heavy. And that I, part's interesting. That's true. I kind of when I was watching it, it just felt really sad. Like mm, it just yeah. felt like everyone was kind of like down, which obviously they would be, but. You know, like, I remember the year before last, I was writing a whole lot of fan theories about the show. So Mm. it's interesting to see some of that kind of start to play out. And I think that it'll be a pretty cool show. I didn't, I mean, I I knew that the end of the episode was going to, like, that was what was going to happen. But it is, um, and it did happen in the comics. Uh, But I think it'll be interesting. I just, I want to see where it goes with that part. Do they save yeah. the boat business? That's, that's oh. what I want to <laughs> I also think that Joaquin Torres, who you see at the very beginning, is going to become a much bigger character. Okay. Yes, I'm interested in him. Yes. I was kind of like, is he going to be a bad guy? But I know, he... yeah. You never trust people, know. right? I don't, because I was like, I don't know, you're too invested. Why are you on your phone so much? You're too nice. What's oh, going on? Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's good. I like him. He's cool. But I think that, like... um. You know, throughout the whole thing, there were there were some sweet moments and, like, there were some parts that kind of made me giggle, not many, like, um, but I do feel like, and this is not going to make sense, but I kind of was wanting it to be WandaVision. Oh, like. Oh, like that. Yeah, I missed the, I missed WandaVision's touch. I feel yes. the same way. I'm like, oh, it's not, it didn't feel very cerebral like WandaVision. Mm. It was very action-packed, which is good. It's fun. But and I think that I will get invested in it. Mm. I think that I will like it. And I did think that the episode was good. Although I yeah. don't care about the boats. <laughs> but like, I don't know Dan why. Boat, the boat. Sam. No, it's his family's you, boat, Sam. guys. The character I'm just saying, like, but he's a superhero. He, like, good on him that he's a good man looking after his sister or trying to. And, like... Honestly, I'm not even surprised that America would be like, what? You didn't exist for five years? Sorry, you got no credit yeah, history. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, um, like, he's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I, I don't think, know. Like, Family is clear. the most important thing. So. Yeah, I guess. Oh, Sammer, you watched a very I'm different just... show to us. I'm just saying. I feel like this review is bad. I'm it's sorry, not a good everyone. review, guys. I'm sorry. But I would say it's I worth think this it. is a great review. Different yes. to WandaVision, right? But worth Extremely. it. Extremely. Yes. And I think yeah. I think they're okay. going to do a good job with it. I think the two characters are great. And I am interested to learn more about them. There's kind of, there's obviously a lot of meaty stories that are going to be developing there. I can't um, wait until they come together. Like yeah. at the moment, they're very separate, and I want to see them together because I think that their banter will be great. great. Should be so, good. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be really good. So it just might take me a second to kind of realize in my brain that it's not one division and it's a completely different show, and I need yeah. to watch it. It's it's very Captain America. It is like that's the exact vibe. If you like the Captain America movies, you will love this. So Sam will not like it. I mean, I just haven't seen a lot of them, so I got to give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. And Listen. I'll see that boat come to its full glory. 
I also have a theory. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, if, I feel like I'm going to say it and then it's going to be like, Stephanie, that's in the comics. Like, you didn't, oh, just whatever. Anyway. Go for it, I say. But I feel like, because Captain America didn't die. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to show up. And I he's don't gonna be know, like, though. He's been he very die? adamant. And they've not killed him, though, for that reason, I reckon. They've not said that he's dead. They've hinted that he's on the moon. <laughs> yes, I know. He's on the moon. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, he's very old. So No, not to fight, but I feel like he'll be like. But just like to show up. He'll be an old man yeah. just destiny. hanging out on the yeah. boat. I think okay. he's going to convince Sam to pick up the shield. Yeah, oh. I hope so. That's oh. what I think is going to happen. Okay. Um, and then he will become America's new ass. America's favourite ass I see why you like the movies Um, Okay well let's check back in When the show finishes And we'll we'll see what happens there Amazing Alrighty that's all we have time for today Thank you so much for putting up with us Blabbering on about that show (laughs) um, And for joining us this week On Pop Fix Your weekly fix of pop culture news Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you're listening Right now and if you please leave us a 5 star rating And review we would truly appreciate it as mentioned before, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook if you search Pop Fix Podcast. Sammer, where can we find you on Insta? You can find me at underscore Sammer Rose underscore. And Steph. I'm at Steph Nuto. And you can find me at Marnie Dixit. We will not be back next week. We will not be 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 We will not be 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 Remix. We will not be back the week after. We are taking a little break. Steph and I are going away, not together. That would be fun, though. So fun. But, yes, so we'll be back in three weeks. Yeah. And you know what? I know that no one's listening to this right now, so it doesn't even matter what I say. I'm going to get messages. They stopped after the review. We're going to get messages. Next week being like, where's the episode? And we'll be like, you didn't listen till the end. No one ever does. And why do I wait till now to say we won't be back? I don't know. That's a fair if question. If you listened this far, you should get a prize. We yeah. will look into a prize for you. So Maybe. let us know. We're not going to advertise it because then you'll listen. But yeah. if you got this far, hit us up. Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, We Facebook, don't know what the, uh, the prize is yet, but we'll, it'll be good. We'll find it'll something. It'll be so good. Um, this is anyway. promising. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.